Welcome back to Mini TV Reviews. I am your host, Mo, and today, y'all, we are going to be discussing Jenny and Georgia. That's right, y'all. Season 2, Episode 10. This is the season finale. We made it, y'all. We gonna be caught up. <laughs> season 2, Episode 10, titled, I'm no Cinderella. Uh, yeah, I figured you wouldn't. <laughs> anyway, y'all. I hope y'all are having a good week thus far. We are at hump day. So y'all know it is time to get those coins, get them grades. We only got a couple more days to grind this thing out. Y'all can do it. Y'all can do it, all right? Without further ado, let's go ahead, get into the synopsis real quick, and then we're going to get right into the episode. So the synopsis for this one is, is Gil continues to make threats in Cordova, aka Jesse, closes in, revelations about Georgia's past surface at the worst possible time. This is definitely not going to be good for Georgia, y'all, but I guess we'll see how it pans out. So without further ado, let's go ahead and get into the episode. So we start the episode off with Georgia, and she's saying that people usually change in either two ways. Either they change over time or they change all of a sudden due to a sudden traumatic event, okay, of some sorts. And she looks at her kids, they're sitting at the table and just kind of like going down memory lane about what happened last night. And she's checking on them. And so she was like, you know, I just want to make sure that there are no uh, <laughs> emotional scars that are beyond repair. Y'all good? They say, yeah, they're good. And she says that she's had to change over time, okay? Um, but apparently she's gotten really good at handling trauma. However, she doesn't want that to be the same story for her kids. So... Then we see Jenny. Jenny arrives at school and Max runs up to her and gives her the biggest hug. Okay, she's very sad about hearing the news about her and Marcus's breakup. And so she's checking on her to see where she is in the process of breakup grief. <laughs> okay, uh, are you still crying your eyes out? Are you vomiting? Like, where are you? <laughs> and so she says, you know, she just She's just very upset. Um, she doesn't like men. And so she's like, okay, girl, we'll be gay. There's nothing wrong with being gay. I, I love it. <laughs> so she ends up telling her that she's got to go to English class. And y'all know that her and Marcus are in the same English class now. God, this is going to be dreadful. <laughs> Torture. So Max ends up letting her go. Love you, bye. Okay, she goes to sit down next to Hunter. And... She ends up getting a text from Silver. Now, y'all remember that after the play, her and Silver kissed. And so, Silver ends up sending her a text telling her how amazing she looks today. And so, she's like, oh, my God. You know, she's got those butterflies. I think it might be love, y'all. Puppy love. Definitely some puppy love. So, she's smiling and Hunter's trying to figure out why she's all getting. She she says, okay, well, you know, I, I can't really tell Jenny right now. And, you know, nobody else is really worthy of what I got to tell him. Uh, so, Silver and I, we kissed. Okay, and she's got the softest lips. We've been texting back and forth. I think this may be legit, all right? 
And so she ends up also mentioning that Jenny and Marcus broke up. And so he was like, man, he's stupid. <laughs> so I'm not sure if Hunter is going to try to shoot a shot again, but uh, we'll see. Okay. So then we go into the class with Jenny. Jenny is, of course, sitting down next to Marcus. And um, it's just really awkward between them. She looks like she really wants to talk to him but she doesn't. She just looks all sad and depressed. You know how it is after your first big heartbreak. And so uh, Brody and Nora and Abby and Press are all kind of just like hanging out. And um, Brody mentions how one of his uh, friends got the hookup on some booze. And so they're thinking about chilling out at the house, right? So then Press, stupid at, stupid self, is like, hey, uh, Marcus, didn't, didn't you and Jenny break up? You look like a social guy. Do you want to come hang with us at Brody's house tonight? Press, you are so rude. Abby is talking about how she wants to get, like, stupid drunk. Like, you need to be concerned about her drunk. I'm worried about Abby, okay? She's going through some things, too. She's a silent sufferer. So, uh, after that, Jenny and Marcus tray some more glances and um the teacher comes in and it's time to keep uh, uh turn back to romeo and juliet y'all couldn't find the right word <laughs> it's time to continue romeo and juliet uh again this is going to be torture back at uh back at austin school georges comes to pick him up and She's asking, did Zach show up to school today? No, he didn't. All of a sudden, here comes Gil. And so she's trying to tell him that she doesn't think that this is a good time. And so he's trying to talk to Austin. And he's just like, you know, I'm so sorry about last night. I was just really upset. You know, I would never hurt you nor your mom. We know that's a bold-faced lie because that's the reason why your arm got grazed by a bullet. But I digress. So... He ends up telling Austin, you know, he understands because Austin says that he doesn't want to talk to him. He understands that he needs a little bit more time, okay? Take all the time you need. So he was like, dude, I don't want to talk to you. And he ended up walking past him. So then Gil turns to Georgia like Georgia done did something wrong. And he was like, you know, you can't do this. You can't keep my son away from me. I have rights. And she was like, you idiot. I'm not doing this, okay? He doesn't want to talk to you. And, of course, you know, the kids are getting around that age now to where they kind of can decide emotionally who they do and don't want to deal with. They can't be forced to deal with somebody. And so he was like, you better change this, okay? You better make him see the light because if not, I'm going to make your life a living hell. Now I'm just trying to figure out how she's supposed to be able to do that. He don't want to talk to you, Gil. That's it. So then we get a flashback of him making her life a living hell in the past and we see that she's taking another tumble he done tossed her now i'm trying to see if this was after she had told him that he was pregnant actually you know what yeah this must have been i'm now now that i know that i'm wondering if she's already given birth or if she's currently pregnant because she ends up standing up and she pulls a gun out on him. And he was like, girl, you ain't no killer. Okay, you ain't gonna shoot me. I'm Austin's dad. You gotta deal with me. I ain't going nowhere for a long time. You stuck with me, G. 
and so um he backs her up up against the wall and she still got this gun pointed on him now uh she didn't end up shooting it he ended up grabbing it from her after he slammed her arm up against the wall a couple of times and he kissed her so now george is gonna have to figure something else out because there's no way that this is going to be able to continue like this i just hope that you know austin and george and them can get out of this uh harm well scot-free so to speak i guess so back at the blue farm jenny delivers some drinks to max and sophie now remember sophie had caught up with max at the end of the play when she was like hey you know I, i've missed you maybe we should go out for coffee so i guess max obliged y'all so after jenny comes back over she's trying to be nosy and kind of ear hustle <laughs> in on that conversation but that damn joe he's in the way and so she was like what's going on okay you looking like doom and gloom over here and he was like yeah tomorrow's gonna be a small business saturday and so he's like of course this was george's idea i mean what doesn't she think of okay uh, did, did you know that your mom thinks of everything okay why does she do that and so she was like i don't know <laughs> but isn't this a good thing yes this is going to be a good thing for him okay in the business but it's just the fact that it makes him think of georgia that's the issue and so he was like well why are you looking all doom and gloom and so she says that her and marcus broke up and she says that because they broke up she's kind of feeling discarded and so he he tries to comfort her by saying you know it it's nothing wrong with us okay we haven't done anything wrong it's just bad timing and life happens situations you know it's time time and situation so don't blame yourself there's nothing wrong with us and so she ends up giving him a hug and she was like hold on wait us what you mean by that and he was like nope she said who do you feel rejected by he ain't finna tell her that so over <laughs> over to sophie and max y'all sophie is i guess trying to put the play on max okay she's trying to rekindle some things and so max is trying to catch up with her asking her why they are sitting down to coffee and she was like you know i've missed you uh you did so well on the play and she was like yes i did see there's my little egomaniac see i've missed you so much and so she ends up asking her how and her guy are doing and she was like oh we broke up and so now max is really starting to realize that something is here okay maybe this is some rebound situation and so she was like, why did you really ask me to sit down to coffee with you? And so she was like, yeah, you know, I told you that I missed you. I was thinking that maybe we could be friends. And so she was like, honestly, Sophie, I'm just now getting to a place where I actually feel comfortable talking to you. And that's kind of weird that now all of a sudden you want to be friends and you're saying how much, you know, you wanted us to talk um, and how it was so hard for you to move on from our relationship but just not too long ago at the christmas shindig you were telling me that you didn't want me to contact you ever and so i don't feel like honestly i'm in a good place right now because i saw you with somebody else and i damn near lost all my marbles and honestly i'm i'm kind of interested in somebody else and i really do like this person so i don't think that it's a good idea that we can be friends just yet and so as she stands up to walk off she was like but you still do look really good <laughs> 
very classy, Max. You are growing up on us, okay? I'm very proud of you. So, over at Zion's, Jenny and Austin are there, and they're, they're finna get ready to eat dinner. And he's just kind of checking in on them to see how everything's going with them, and they say everything's fine, but they seem off, okay? But he keeps going with the conversation. Well, how's your mom? Is she... Is she excited about the wedding? This, that, and the third. And I was like, yeah, we think so. All right, what's wrong? Okay, because both of y'all seem real off. What's going on? And so Jenny ends up revealing that she broke up with Marcus. And so he extends his apologies for that. And so she's like, it's okay, you know. Um, And so then they start talking about breakups, how this is always that first breakup really stings. Okay, because, you know, you think you're going to be with this person forever and ever. Amen. And most of the time it doesn't plan out that way. And so she was like, well, who was your first breakup? We know that that's George and she does too. So she quickly says, never mind. Okay. And so then he mentions uh, how moving to Boston was a good idea. Okay. Although he did initially move there for Georgia, him staying here doesn't seem so bad after all. I mean, he did come Virginia as well okay I got you guys here so we're good there and then Simone she was an added bonus and so he mentions how she actually had a good idea about how um there are these college extension classes where she could probably take one of those so she can try to get some college credits and she dropped that AP class and um she mentioned she she asked him was he upset that she had dropped the class and he was like no okay quite the opposite i'm actually very proud of you but i just hate that you're the one that has to get punished for doing what you did and so she was like yeah you sound like marcus and he was like well we're not listening to marcus we're listening to dad right now so we'll figure out how to test for that so we can see if we can get you in one of those classes and i'll pay for it and so she was like good then I can get out of class with Marcus. And so then he does something else like with one of the bowls and both of the kids jump in. So he was like, all right, now what's really going on with y'all? So he knows that something is happening. He just can't put his finger on it quite just yet. So Jenny and Marcus are unknowingly doing the same thing. And that is looking at pictures of them when they were happy and together and in love. Okay, um, and we see that Ellen is there to comfort him and also give him his meds. Okay, and then we see Georgia come in and do the same with Jenny, minus the meds. And she snuggles up with her and she asks her, Is she familiar with a place called Lake Powell? And so she was like, No, I've never heard of that before. And she said that it's one of the largest uh, made man lakes. Okay, it's very beautiful during the summertime. And so she was like, Hmm. Nope, I've never heard of it. Just then, here comes Max, okay? She's here to come and grab her girl and come cheer her up, okay? It's time for them to go pregame. Pregame? Did you really just say that in front of the parental? Yes, she did, okay? But she clears it up by saying that uh, they're going to pregame with Coke and Sprite. Yeah, I'm sure you are as a chaser or a mixer. Anywho, so she says that, uh, you know, Jenny needs to be cheered up. And she says that right now, Marcus is really struggling. Uh, he's been through this before as far as him being depressed. And actually, they're quite worried about him. And so Jenny wasn't aware that he struggled with depression in the past and currently. And so she was like, wow, I never knew that, you know. So it sounds like he just needs a friend. And so she was like, yeah, he was my best friend. Yeah, we're going to pretend like uh, Max didn't hear that, nor Georgia. 
okay and so this gives uh, Jenny something to think about hopefully she can go and just be a really great friend to Marcus until he gets past this hump okay so then um, they end up going over to Abby's house and the girls are just kind of talking about what's happening with life and then Max reveals that she actually did meet up with Sophie at the blue farm and they were like why didn't you put this in the group because well she knew that they would say something how she shouldn't be there with her but to their surprise max actually curbed sophie okay she knows that this is not a good thing right now besides she's into silver okay so they're proud of her and right now everybody is kind of searching for love and all of these different places that is except for nor nor is the only uh person that's got it down right so they think right now and so maybe they just need to start doing what she's doing so y'all they start copying her and um you know they copy her until they pass out giggling on the floor and then all of a sudden jenny makes mention that she's so glad that they moved there and that she was able to find friends you know they moved around so much and then she stops because she just realized something okay and so then she gets up and sprints towards the door talking about lake powell so it seems like she's got to go confront Georgia about that. We'll get to the bottom of it shortly. Y'all, and I forgot to mention that after Jenny left, we saw Georgia start to pack up a luggage case for her, suitcase for her. And we get a flashback of Georgia trying to leave Gil again. But this time before she tries to escape, she spots that uh, satchel that has all of those check uh, checkbooks in it. Now remember... He was already already embezzling money. So she opens up the checkbook and she writes herself a nice hefty check for $100,000. This is probably the one where they flagged it because remember, he had said that anything over $10,000, I believe, at a time is flagged. Okay, And so this is definitely going to throw up all the red flags, smoke signals, SOS, Morse code, everything to the f to b and the i probably so uh smart thinking georgia but this is definitely going to be her way out as well so she can get away from him so marcus ends up showing up to brody's house in search of jenny but she is not there as a matter of fact you just missed her but it's very awkward so hunter tries to be a good uh friend of me <laughs> to marcus by offering him a beer and so they sit down together and he says that, you know, it sucks. And he asks them why they broke up. And Marcus blames himself for the breakup because Jenny was amazing. Yeah, she is, okay? But she was in love with you, so you must have not been too bad. And so they continue to share their beer. Just then, Max comes down the steps. And she notices that her brother is probably drunk, which is not good because, remember, he's on his meds, okay? You're not supposed to be mixing. So she was like, you know, we should probably go ahead and go. So Hunter ends up going back over there with Padma, and she mentions just how nice of a gesture it was that he went over there to talk to Marcus. You know, it's not easy being uh, the first one or the one in front, and so that's something that she can also relate to because it's hard to get over somebody seeing uh, them with somebody else and then developing a friendship with the new person. It's very hard to do that. So she commends him for doing that nice thing for Marcus. So then um, 
Jenny actually goes home and she calls the mount. Okay, and she's calling to see if she can get some wedding details for uh, the wedding that's supposed to be happening. But the receptionist actually tells her that the bride called and canceled the wedding. So Jenny is starting to put two and two together that she's going to get ready to take, make a run for it. Okay, she's been getting ready to take off. So, um, back at uh, Ellen's house. Her and George are sitting down, and Ellen is kind of confiding in her everything that's going on with Marcus. And she says that she's done everything that she can do. She's not quite sure what else she can do to kind of make things better for Marcus, easier during this period. And Georgia assures her that she's done everything that she can, okay? You are an excellent mom. Now, me, on the other hand, I ain't quite so sure about that. And so they're talking when Marcus and Max come in. And it's very clear that Marcus is loaded. And so she was like, oh, no, you're not supposed to be mixing your meds with alcohol. First off, why why are we excusing the fact that these are underage kids drinking? And we know that they're drinking. So she says that they're going to have a family meeting about this. Okay, soon enough. Damn it. Max's plan didn't work. Also, back at the party, y'all. Um, Abby and Press started to make out. I'm assuming that they were going to try to hook up in the bathroom. Just then, Nora actually walks in on them. And so she was like, Abby, what the hell? So she grabs Abby up and she was like, look, I understand that you're going through a lot, but Press, baby, is not the solution. <laughs> Trust me. And so she was like, look, I know, okay, but what was I supposed to do? You weren't here. You and Max basically weren't talking to me. You iced me out for weeks on end just because Max was pissed at me. Um, and you're supposed to be my friend. I'm supposed to be your friend too. Like, what happened? Okay. And then she also mentioned how uh, her parents have gotten their divorce and her dad is seeing another woman. So she's just having a really rough time right now. She, hadn't, she didn't have anybody else to turn to. She was looking for love in all the wrong places. And so Nora actually apologizes to her, and she says that she's sorry for neglecting her. She hates when they fight like this. So all is well. They hug it out, and they're friends again, okay? So just then, Abby goes back to the bathroom. I guess I'm not sure to freshen up or whatever. However, there's somebody else in the bathroom already. It is Samantha, and she is making herself vomit. Y'all, I'm assuming that she's probably got an eating disorder, that is not known amongst the group and so abby hears the back end of it and then she ends up probably going in the bathroom to do the exact same thing versus trying to like keep her legs taped y'all i just feel so bad for abby right now so georgia is getting ready to go home when she actually spots marcus in the garage putting a little something, something in the air sorry you've been drinking you didn't took your meds and now you're smoking doesn't sound like a good recipe for success but either way whatever you need to do to get by I guess so she goes over to join him and he says that he kept his promise to her that he wouldn't hold her back and she says you know what I I thank you matter of fact what you did was pretty noble okay I understand how hard it was for you to do what you did um, and I thank you for creating a safe space for my daughter okay I do understand that you really did love her and um, you know if you ever get to a place again then maybe there'll be a chance for you guys but thank you for doing that for her 
since she couldn't provide that safe space for her daughter. And so, um, she ends up telling them to take care of himself, okay, because his parents really do love him. And she bids him a good night. And so, he says good night to her as well. And I don't know if it was just a, a mixture of all the things that he's consumed this night, but he tells Georgia that um he's not going to tell her secret, okay? Her secret is safe with him. And she was like, what secret? And he does like the motions that she killed somebody. And so she goes back across the street to her house and she finds Jenny sitting and waiting on her. And Jenny wants to know why she canceled the wedding. And so she goes on to explain that a woman like her is not meant to be happy, okay? Only girls that have been good, that have solid, clean past and a history um, are suitable for a Cinderella story type of ending. And so, um, you know, we all know that Georgia is no Cinderella, okay? And so... She goes through all of the awful things that she's done over the past years. And Jenny is like, you know, why don't you just tell Paul versus you running? Because this is what you do when you get scared. Don't say that you're protecting Paul from all of this. When in reality, you're running because you're scared. You're trying to protect Georgia. Why don't you just tell him everything and let him decide whether or not he can handle it? And so she asked her, well, what if he doesn't want me after that? That's a very profound question. And we see how vulnerable Georgia is in this moment. Because we do know that she truly does love Paul. But she doesn't feel like she's worthy of his love. And so after she asked Jenny that question, Jenny says, well, she's always heard that there are beautiful sunsets in Utah. But just give it a shot and see what happens. And so she does just that when Paul comes home. And she also uh, drops mention that she knows that Marcus knows her biggest secret. Thank you for telling your ex-boyfriend my biggest, uh, deepest, darkest secret. So, Paul comes home and she tells him to sit down and don't interrupt her until she's finished. Matter of fact, don't even interrupt, okay? Ask all the questions you want after I'm finished telling you what I need to tell you, but let me get this off my chest, okay? Um, she tries to make jokes because that's what she does when she's nervous. Um, but then she goes ahead and tells him everything minus Kenny and her killing him. But she does mention how Kenny's ex-wife has sent Jesse to, to take her down. Okay, but she mentions the embezzlement. She also uh, admits to embezzling funds at work. Okay, and she also mentions how she uh, embezzled funds from Gil, and that was the reason why he got locked up, but she took that money to try to create a new life. He was abusing her, and as a matter of fact, um, you know, once they got married, he planned to blackmail her. She told him everything. And so... She says, I understand, you know, if you're pissed at me, if you don't want to marry me, and I understand if you're mad. And he was like, mad? He says, I got to get out of here. So he gets up, and he goes to grab his keys and his coat, and as he's doing that, y'all, he looks up, and on the steps are Jenny and Austin. And they look so sad. They look like uh, the kids off of Bebe's kids when they finna get ready to drop them off at home. <laughs> if y'all have not seen Bebe's kids, please do yourself 
a service and watch that movie. That movie is still hilarious to this day, y'all. So he ends up getting out of there. Now what is Georgia going to do? So we get a flashback of Georgia. And this is of her and the kids banging on pots and pans when they were younger. Of course, Georgia had turned the music full blast at this point because Gil is outside banging on the door talking about how he's going to get ready to go to jail. Bye, Gil. <laughs> With your abusive ass. Ugh. So, Jenny ends up showing up to Marcus's and she wants to apologize for not seeing it sooner okay she thought that everything was about her she thought that the breakup was about her and then she said that she had overheard him talking to max um and again she thought that was about her when in reality he needed a friend and so regardless of them being together or not being together she wants to be there for him as a friend and so he was like, but I don't, I don't want you to be, I don't want you to be here. I don't want you to love me. And she says, yeah, I know. Okay. But considering the fact that I just witnessed my mom tell Paul everything good and bad. Okay. I'm not sure how long we're going to be here after this. So I just thought that I'd go ahead and get it off my chest. Okay. And so she says, you know, I just want you to know that I'm here for you. And so she snuggles up to him and she was like, you know, we could be bros. And so they have a couple of uh, words back and forth about surfing and, and bruh and all this stuff. So all is well for now. Friendship is forever. So then we see uh, Jenny end up back at the house and her and Austin slept with Georgia and they wake up and there's still no word from Paul all of a sudden she gets a text from him and she says that she has to go see him one last time at least she could go see him she owes him that so she goes down there and initially she thought that she was going to be there uh, Paul wanted her to meet him there so she could have him so he could have her arrested for all of the fraudulent things that she did but in reality he called her there because he wanted to officially put Gil on notice he's got a police officer there and he's also got his lawyer there and he basically tells Gil once he shows up that there will be no extortion okay no blackmail to be done on your part okay and if you ever try this shit again i will call your parole officer because you are a felon okay and this is teetering on the line of harassment so you keep on trying my wife and i'm gonna have your ass arrested and as far as you uh seeing your son and trying to get full custody that's not gonna happen but if you do want to see him my lawyer is ready to go to war as far as this custody battle goes now, if you need to communicate with Austin, just know that you will be going through me. You will not be communicating with Georgia. You will not be further communicating with Austin. Everything is going to be going through me. But you will not be trying my wife nor my stepson again. I'm the mayor of this town and I run this place. Okay? So you can see yourself out. So he was like, you don't know you don't know what you're getting involved in okay 
you doing all this for her? <laughs> for her? Yeah, he's doing all that for her. So after uh, Gil sees himself out, he tells Georgia that he's still very angry with her. Don't get it confused, okay? I'm still pissed at you, but I couldn't sleep last night, okay? There's no way that I could marry you right now, but since you've come into my life, there's no way that I could see myself living without you. And so they, uh, you know, kiss and make up, all right? And so Georgia rushes home and says, Gil still wants to, uh, not Gil, Lord, Paul still wants to marry her, but she's canceled the venue already. So she thinks that that's going to be the camel, uh, the, the straw that really breaks the camel's back if she tells him that. And so Jenny was like, do you trust me? And so she was like, no, but what other choice does she have? She ain't called nobody else to let them know that the, uh, the wedding was off. She only called the venue to cancel. So Jenny has the ideal spot. So y'all, there was no good place to stop, okay? And the crazy part is, I had started on this yesterday, I just didn't finish, but I had talked to my friend last night and I was telling her that I was wrapping up the season finale, that I had like 20 more minutes left and I was like, uh, that's still too much time for some crazy stuff not to happen. So yeah, I was like, I bet you George is probably going to end up going to jail before the end of this episode. So, <laughs> y'all. Uh, so, George is standing on the curb while she's trusting Jenny to help her find a last-minute venue when Jenny pulls up with a horse. And so she was like, oh, my God, is that a horse? Yes, it is a horse. Jenny knows how much Georgia loves horses. And this one happened to be named Milkshake. And so Georgia instantly knew who Milkshake belonged to. Damn, I'm telling you, like, that's true love. For you to allow who you think is the love of your life to go on with somebody else. Ooh, that's a painful love that I don't want to experience. So they get in and... She's asking her where they're going to go for this last minute venue. And she was like, I got the hookup, girl. Apparently, you know, everybody actually loves you around here. So the venue that they're going to is actually City Hall. And so she was like, City Hall, where I work? Yes. But inside, it's, it's been decked out. It looks really nice. Okay. Um, and Georgia had like a little shawl cape thing going to cover up her dress. So everybody walks in, and Max and Ellen are her bridesmaids. Jenny is her uh, maid of honor. And the, everybody looks absolutely stunning, y'all. Very beautiful. Oh, my God. Georgia's dress. Just phenomenal. Breathtaking. Y'all, she looks absolutely beautiful. So she comes down the aisle to Georgia, or at least that's what we hear on our end, Paul is amazed at how wonderful she looks. They say their vows, and as they're saying their vows, we hear Jenny overhead, and she. this is the speech that she's giving to give away Georgia afterwards, because remember, her dress was too big for Jenny to walk down the aisle with her. And so Jenny is saying how um, a lot of, well, not a lot of people, but some people go through life wondering what it feels like to be... Um, just loved and i'm talking about that unconditional love okay 
like whatever you do regardless of what you do i'm gonna be here for you i'm gonna love you forever and ever you know i'm gonna support you and she says that she knows what that feels like and her brother knows what that feels like and no they didn't have a traditional childhood upbringing but because of the love that georgia had for them that she you know the action of the love that she showed them she knows what it's like and she wants her mom to be loved just the same that she has loved them by paul and so she tells paul to take care of her mom okay and so they get ready to do their dance oh y'all i forgot okay real quick before they even got to town hall or while they were on their way to town hall Nick was getting ready to go to the wedding when Jesse is coming in and he's not dressed. So Nick was like, oh, no, 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 wait, hold on. You're supposed to be dressed. Why are you not dressed? We have to leave. And now Jesse no longer has the accent that he had when he initially started courting Nick. And Nick was like, wait, hold on. What's going on? And so he was like, look, I got to confess, okay? So he confesses to Nick everything, who he is, what he's really there for. And Nick is, first off, he's just, he's dumbfounded. What do you mean? You're not who you say you are? Like, did you even really have true feelings for me? Was that a lie too? Okay, he's heartbroken because he really did have feelings for Jesse. And Jesse's like, you know, you're really a great guy, but I just wanted to let you know that Georgia is not who she says she is. And there's a lot more that I need to tell you. So that cuts away. We don't hear any more of that conversation. Now we're back to this lovely wedding um, and we're actually at the reception, okay? So at the reception, Jenny has done her speech, um, giving her mom away to Paul. And downstairs, Marcus and Joe are there, okay? And neither one of them wants to go up because... Again, the love of their lives is either not with them or with someone else. But Joe says, you know, I I love her enough to let her borrow my horse. <laughs> it was for Georgia. <laughs> and so he's like, why are you not upstairs? Like, why are you even here? And he was like, oh, uh, you know, me and Jenny are friends. And so I, I need to be supportive. Okay. And so um, they decide to go upstairs together to be supportive friends of this new union that has taken place. Okay. So they go upstairs. They're, like I said, the reception is beautiful. Everybody's kind of just looking in awe at the new, the new couple um, or the newlyweds, rather. They get ready to do their first dance. And. Georgia comes over, uh, I think she comes over the, um, the, the overhead and she's talking about how, you know, things usually are when they're bad, they're bad. Okay. But the main time that you need to be concerned is when you get to a place where you are content and you are happy. Because in that place, that's where you have the most to lose. And so as they're doing their first dance, y'all, as they're doing their first dance, the police come 
to arrest Georgia for the murder of Tom. And so they put her in cuffs. Paul is walking with her the whole way out. Everybody's just in shock. And he's telling her that he's going to grab his lawyer and that he's going to meet her downtown. And they put her in the back seat. And Jenny and Austin are forced to look at their mom be arrested. And this was probably the most heartbreaking part for me as a parent. Because once the car takes off, Austin says out loud, but I didn't tell anybody. So how is his mom getting arrested? He said, I didn't tell anybody. And so Jenny overhears and is like, wait, Austin, what do you mean by that? And he takes off chasing after the police car, y'all. Oh, it broke my heart. Broke my heart. And so then after the, the credits start to roll, we see Georgia do her mugshot, y'all. And that's the way the season ends. I'm at a loss for words, y'all. I really wanted Georgia to be happy. I knew that something was going to come back and bite her in the butt. I just didn't think that it was going to be the murder of Tom. And where the hell is Cynthia? Y'all, I don't know. I don't know what's going to happen next season. But that's the way the season ends, okay? Let me know what you thought about it. <laughs> Do you think that Georgia's going to be able to get off? for the murder of Tom. Nobody really has any proof aside from Austin. Nobody has any proof. And it was just by chance that Nick had mentioned that Cynthia's husband had died to Jesse and Jesse called them with the suspicion. So do y'all really have any evidence against Georgia or are y'all arresting her on the basis of her past? Y'all let me know what y'all thought about it, okay? <laughs> you can reach me at me and you TV Reviews on Facebook and on Instagram. You can also reach me at my TV Reviews podcast without the S on the end at gmail.com. Y'all, I love y'all. Thank you guys so much for sticking with me. Like I said, I know I started this show late, but wow. This has been a very wild ride for this show, okay? And thank you guys for sticking with me, all right? That's all I have for now. So until we meet over the airwaves again, I am Mo, and I will talk to you guys soon. Bye.